Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. This is Jill from Chicago, Illinois. I'm a mailman, letter carrier. Love the podcast. Crime creeps. What up? Guys, hold on. There's more. This is where it made me laugh. You're listening to Case Watch, the podcast that rocks. Nice. I love it. She got so excited she- with her. That she I love hung the up. excitement. So fun. You want to have something even more fun? I actually. She left another voicemail. She did? she did? Oh, I love our crime creeps. This one is hilarious. It is. I don't know if it should be for air, but hey, it says if you call and leave a voicemail, they could be used online. Okay, so, I'm ready. Here we go, guys. Hey, um, just a quick thought. Um, hysterical history would be maybe a cute name for the historical facts, because while some of them are grosser, creepy or weird, they're all pretty funny. Um, and I also I have to tell you, <clears throat> I am guilty of talk about your phone linking up. You guys were talking about, you know, listening to crime podcasts and pulling up to a drive through or wherever. I got into the car and a <clears throat> pornographic video sound track came on and my phone had linked to something that I had paused that I was watching from you porn. And I immediately just turned to my man and I was just like, Oh, you were watching porn. It linked to your phone. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Totally with me. But obviously he threw himself on the sword because he wasn't sure. And he figured it must be him. And I just think that's hysterical. <laughs> you do not have to air that, but you can, I don't care, but I, <laughs> no, I'm going to own it. All right. You guys are great. Oh, we're totally airing it. Welcome to the Crime Creep Club. That just made my absolute day. I loved it. Hysterical. So I had listened to this before because obviously I I get the voicemails. So Charity was sitting over there and I got to watch her face in delight while (laughs) that one went off because I knew where this one was going. That's awesome. And it made my day. Of course it did. I love our crime creeps. Remember, if you want to be featured on the beginning of our show, 603-212-4600, leave us a voicemail and you will maybe talk about your unfortunate you porn drive through experience. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. I love hearing all the stories. You guys, keep them coming and we'll keep them going. Please. Please. <sighs> 
All right, Charity. Wait, Mark. Yes. Do you know what the crime creeps are still doing amazingly? Uh, leaving reviews. Oh five my, star ones. Oh I know I gosh. saw that. You guys are awesome. I love the creative titles that they put on there too. Me too. I real quick want to acknowledge that we know that we're late on the podcast this week. We are now officially releasing the show. I probably should have put this on Facebook or somewhere, but I kind of forgot. It will be on Tuesdays and Fridays now. Yes. So we are now, Monday is our new recording day. So if you want to get stuff in on the show, make sure you get it in here for a Monday and you guys can you know get it right on the show from the get-go. You've been a little busy, Mark, so it's okay. Yeah, a little bit. We'll keep them updated as that that other project progresses because you never know. You never Somebody know. else in this room might be involved with this. It's a possibility. Could be. You never know. Fresh on the top of my mind, Charity, my finger is locked. Guys, it's, the pointer is up. It is loaded. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. And here it goes. We have to. Case Watch Court is now in session. All right. Let's do this. All right. Everybody watched the Oscars last night? Yep. I sure did. Me too. And if you didn't, you've seen what's going on on Facebook. I mean, you ha- it's it has everywhere. to be discussed. Yeah, it has to be discussed. All right. Where do we want to start to unpack this? Basically, a joke was made by Chris Rock on stage, a G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pickett Smith. And Will Smith came up on stage, open hand slapped him, and then proceeded to start swearing. And yeah, things got awkward. It got ugly fast. Yeah. Yeah. Things went downhill. And I have thoughts. I have thoughts as well. I'd like to hear some of your thoughts, Mark. Well, first, Charity. Ladies first, let's hear your thought. I want to state this right now. There's a way to go about things. I could see Will being upset with that joke because of what his what his wife is going through with her alopecia. To me, violence is never okay. Ever. He is a huge role model. All of them are huge role models. Yep. And do I think the joke was tasteful? No, not one bit. But... This is what comedians do, first of all. The right thing to me would have been if Will approached him after the show and said, listen, that really kind of cut a cord and explained to him why he was so upset. And I think it would actually have given Jada more of a platform to discuss her um, alopecia and how, um, how it's really affecting her. That's just my opinion. Yep, that we're all entitled them. Yes. Our own opinions. Yes. I have some as well. Yes. Um, a, completely ruined the night for a lot of people. Yeah. I looked at my girlfriend who was watching next to me, and I was like, this is totally awkward. Like, I don't even want to finish watching the yeah, show it anymore. Felt, it, it, like, everything felt uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do I think the joke was distasteful? Kind of. Yeah. But he's a comedian. Like, I've seen Will Smith do worse jokes than that. I have, too. And he's been a part of roasts and all these different stuff over the years. Like, this is what it is. He's a comedian. Are, do we forget that we're allowed to be funny? We're True. allowed to make jokes. True. I'm not saying what he said was right or wrong, but there's another aspect of that, too. So I think the joke was more hinging on, yes, she has her head shaved now. Yes. Is what it is. I, I think there's some beautiful woman with head let shape. Let me just state, we, we were talking right before this. She is a beautiful woman. I mean, she looks... Just as pretty with or without hair. I don't like her at all, though. No. I am not a Jada fan. I do not think she's a good person. 
That's just my opinion. Yep. I take it for what it's worth. I think she's I don't really mentally ruined Will Smith. A, a lot. I, I've been hearing a lot of that. I don't know the situation enough. I to be able to have an opinion on her. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I have, know the status have, of the relationship. Maybe it's have, open. But I have been listening to other people have that same feeling that you have. Yeah. I just. I don't know why he was not escorted out of the Oscars. They wouldn't let Kanye in because they were afraid he was going to slap somebody. I know. But, but now this, we have Will Smith do it. And people that are coming to his aid and telling him that it was amazing that he slapped him. Guys. Yeah, it was not cool. Where that. are we at in our in this world? Yeah, it Violence was. Violence is not okay. It was said now, like now it's open season on comedians, which is very possible. Oh, you said something I don't like. Now I'm going to attack you. I know. It's unacceptable. Um, the thing that we're forgetting, G.I. Jane was a story about a kick-ass woman who conquered all. That's right. Granted, she has a shaved head because she was in the military. Jada has a shaved head. Jada is also a strong, independent woman. Very true. Yeah. So why do we always instantly jump to the negative? I don't know. Will Smith was cackling like a hyena when he was... Cutting jokes on everybody else in that room. It showed him laughing numerous times at all the other jokes. When that joke first got said to Jada, he was laughing too until he looked at Jada, who was not laughing. And now he needed to do something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's unacceptable. And I'm with you on, I agree that absolutely no circumstance is violence should be tolerated because these are supposed to be role models and they just people watch this on right. tv this he, is i mean he could have even done an interview after saying you know this is why uh you know my wife's feelings or or she could have and said listen i understand that you're a comedian but right now for some reason this just really hit me because i'm going through it hard with this right now you know what i mean but to get up out of your seat and slap someone and have people support that type of should we just do that in our everyday life yeah I mean, apparently, oh. I'm 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 gonna run up and yell to my boss. You know, keep your effing blank, blank blank. I mean, you're supposed to be on live TV. Thank God it got censored. I know a lot of you know other countries it didn't get censored and that went out in front of children. I just I uh, I don't know why he was allowed to stay there. I don't. It's not okay. I per, my personal opinion, Mark, is. He's going through something right now emotionally. Because what would he? Why would anyone ever really do that? Uh, cry I, for help? Maybe. I don't know. He sat on that couch crying about his wife cheating on him and rubbing it in his face and stuff. I think he's a broken man. I think there's a lot more going on here than we really know. Could be. Could be. Because it. I mean, I've never seen him act violent like that. Yeah. It, time it actually, will tell. It's. It kind of scared me. I got to agree with you with that because when I saw it, like he had that weird look on his face when he turned around. It was like a thousand mile stare. Like it was he like was he just turned. staring away. Yeah, so, something in his face. He went somewhere. I don't know what it was, but it, it was it was scary. Well, Charity, I agree with you. And you're holding your phone up funny and pointing at it like really weird, like trying to get my attention. What's going on? Here is his apology. That just came out from the time we sat down. Yes. Wow. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. So, okay, that's a nice apology. But, you know. He Here's could, my problem. Okay. I knew he was looking at me like, yeah. he, he, like he needed to say something immediately. He thought he he darn done good last night because I saw all the pictures at the art of after party when he was hanging out. 
having a fun. They're wearing a tear in his eye. He was holding his, you know, Oscar up in the air, partying and drinking. But, you know, after the PR team sees how this is spun all day long, now it's just like, oh, we got to get out in front of this. Yep. I have issues with this all around, but I'm not a violent person. Right. And I don't condone violence in any aspect at all. And it's unacceptable. It is. It can be handled differently. And I guess we can just move on it from there. I just, it left a bad taste in my mouth and I didn't like it. You know what else really kind of bothered me too? No security came out. It was really strange. It's like, it just, it was allowed to happen. He went and he sat down like nothing happened. Nobody really addressed it besides Chris Rock, who held his composure very well, I think. He handled it better than I would have. I don't condone violence, but if someone's going to attack me. Things are going to go down. I think I would just be in shock. I don't know what I would do. I think he I'd was. Be- he kind of stood up there. He's like, yeah, uh, Will Smith just slapped the S out of me. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Tell us what you think. I just violence. It could have been handled in a different way. I get it. Hit a nerve. Maybe something emotional was just talked about that day or something going on with her. And I just it's not. Violence is not a good thing. It's not, especially for somebody who is such in the limelight and has so many people looking up to them. I agree with you. 100%. I have a problem with him being a role model and showing people that, you know, oh, this is okay. As long as you apologize after, you can hit people. No, because it's not okay. It's not. It's not okay ever. And I do I do feel bad for a lot of these comedians now because if you, if, if anyone's on Twitter and you've seen all the tweets, they're kind of t- taken back. If yeah. someone doesn't like what I say, as you said earlier, Mark, are they going to hop up on the stage and slap me? Well, I mean, according to Hollywood, it's okay at this point. I guess. I just have issues. We're one class, and I think this is the kind of stuff that, you know, it's what's good for one person is not good for another. And it's unacceptable in all levels to me. I agree. Oh, well, we'll move on from there. Like Charity said, let us know, creep. Sound off. Info at casewatchpodcast.com, 603-212-4600. Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. And let's not forget the group that Charity's not even in, <laughs> the exclusive Crime Creep Club. Guys, that thing is off the hook in there. The stuff that happens in that group is hilarious. Uh, guess what? What's that? I will be coming to that group soon. And that is a promise, guys. Um, you should have seen all of the, the oh, I did. penile... Um, statues that were posted Mark, in there for the entire week. Mark, like I was laughing my butt off. Do you know off. what is fantastic? What's is that? you just led me into my next thing I'm talking about. Oh boy. There's a female form. No way. I gotta look it up. All right, what is it, Charity? It's Babo, I believe. B-A-U-B-O. All right, hold on. Hold please. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, is that chin what I think it is? Yeah, I'm going to read a little bit from this. Okay. <laughs> wow. Holy so crap. So she was first found, this goddess. She's the vagina goddess, by the way. In 1896, in the remains of a 5th century temple at the ancient Greek city of Pringene. Am I saying that right? 
Each figurine is a little different, Mark. Uh, yeah, Charity. I'm, I'm looking at them right now. They all have a woman's face. Charity, look at this one. Oh, my God. Hold on. They have a woman's face, and they have a really cool hairdo, which, as a hairdresser, I enjoy for these women. <laughs> They're kind of chubby, and, like, there's legs that just come out of the head. Not all of them. But, guys, the chin, the chin is a hairless vag or vagina. How would you say it? Uh, wow. Yeah. The more you know, guys, I got to put that in here soon. So hold on a second. She is a, the images of her, they say, are a mythical character. Some say goddess. I'm going to go ahead and say goddess. And she would flash her genitals to cheer up the agricultural goddess, Demeter. Demeter. I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> Cheering me up. Guys, I'm buying this one right here to put on the my, mantle behind us. Can you please? But here's my thing, right? The penis, Facinus. He's all like strong and has erectness and erectness. They make only <laughs> oh, you, Jerry. They make the female goddess. I mean, she's cute. Don't get me wrong. She's really cute. I think that that her image is definitely goddess esque. And but she, her job's just to cheer people up. That's a job that needs to be done. It it's is very important. You know what? Maybe she and Facinus worked together, even though they've come. You know, ones they're working from two different types of situations. But I love it. I had to look it up and see if there was a, a, a female kind of form because that's not fair. This just makes my day. Like I, 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 I'm ordering it. Like I have to. It's yeah. going on the shelf at the and new studio. The thing that I love the most, you guys, now you can pit, you can post pictures of the female vagina goddess. Guys, do me a favor. Post your favorite one on the Case Watch Crime Creep group. Not the main page. No. The Crime Creep group. Please, please do. And go ahead and on the ones that we already had posted of the Facinus, <laughs> let us know what you think our favorite one is. Yes, please. That needs to be done. Also, also, <laughs> I can't tell you how funny, Mark. Did you see all the all of the messages coming in from people who hadn't hadn't listened to the newest episode? And they're like, yes. whoa, why are there penises all over the crime cream page? I did see that. that I was like, me, I gotta I gotta get caught up here. That brought me so much joy. You guys have no idea. I'm excited. Me too. Ah, uh, Charity, what case are we doing this week? We're gonna cover, it's gonna be a two-parter, the vampire of Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, we're going to be talking about Richard Trenton Chase, the vampire of Sacramento, like I said, or he's also known as the Dracula killer. Have you heard of him? I have not. I'm actually excited so to not, hear this, though. So not, not only have I heard of him, we have a crime creep that I am going to wait till the very end of this two-parter that has a story from when she was a tiny girl of a face-to-face with this man. Really? So I'm stating that now so that as I read this, you guys can think in your head how afraid she must have been. How did I not see this? Because I'm, you know what, you were at work and I'm, by the time you look, it's like five I or can't seven, scroll back. It's like, like 12, 18 yeah. pages worth of, you know, charity talks. I don't have time to scroll uh, back. <laughs> guys, we all know I'm chatty. Yes. Chatty it, charity. It's just the way I am. I'm sorry. 
All right, here we go. Richard Chase was born on May 23rd, 1950 to Father Richard Chase Sr. and Mother Beatrice Chase. This was in Santa Clara County, California. His dad worked with computers and his mom was a teacher. When Richard was three years old, the family moved to Sacramento. Just a year later, his sister Pamela was born. As a young child, he seemed pretty quote unquote normal. He played four years of Little League and was even a, a Cub Scout. So he's doing the little kid things, right? Normal things. So I'm playing baseball. I'm le- learning to be a scout. No red flags at all right now, supposedly. I love the Cub Scouts. Do you really? I was in that, yeah. Were you? Did you become an Eagle Scout? No, I stayed long enough. The only reason I joined because I wanted to do the pine card derbies. Oh, that where you have that little car that you carve and you oh, run it I down the that. track. Yes. Once that was done, I was like, I'm out. You peace out. You little Mark got went to his goal. Yep, got he, my goal and moved on. And he was done. I was, but it was memorable. You're still talking about it. I, I know. You had to share it with our friends. <laughs> Almost 30 years later. That's okay. <laughs> He had many friends at this time and quite the social life. He attended many birthday parties as well as having lots of friends come to his parties. So he was sociable. He he had a group of friends. He was seemed kind of popular, I guess. You know, any teacher you would talk to during these young years would say how sweet of a boy he was. Not man. Not a sweet man. We'll find out. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's get into a little bit of what was going on behind closed doors in the Chase household. Both of Richard's parents disciplined their children in a very strict manner. Punishments were on the regular. Here we go. I feel like we should just like play this over and over because this seems to be in so many of these. Almost everyone. Right? It's crazy. When he was just a two-year-old toddler, it's been said that his father forced him to eat until he threw up. Why? He's you too. Here's something I learned from being a father. Your kids don't eat like we eat. No. Kids eat to when they're full. Yeah. They don't have that whole thing like, I will eat until my plate's empty. Right. And then you're like, oh, God, I feel so sick. should have stopped like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. God, I hate it all. Oh, oh, my God, indigestion. Yeah. yeah. Kids <laughs> eat till you know, when they're full. They don't yeah. care about waste and spoilage. They don't need more than they take. Exactly. That's just the way it is. Exactly. So that's sad, right? I mean, God. Yeah. His sister, Pamela, has said she can remember Richard and their father getting into such severe altercations, leading to their father shaking Richard violently and even slamming the boy against the wall. What a scumbag. My God. Some say Richard Sr. was an alcoholic. You think? He sounds like one. All over his son if he did anything not to his liking. Emotional abuse at its best. So probably like if he said, you know... Go rake the yard. And he didn't rake it the way he wanted him raked. It sounds like he's all over him. Yeah, that's not the way to live life. One of those dads. Richard Sr. and Beatrice had many problems in their marriage. Richard Sr. was really bad with money, and the children heard lots of screaming and fighting in their home. Beatrice accused her husband of many things, and fights would ensue. Here are a few of her accusations. She would constantly accuse him of quote-unquote, using dope, and would say he was trying to poison her. She also thought he was cheating on her and accused him of sleeping with a neighbor and even confronted him during a family camping trip saying he cheated on her during the trip. So apparently she told him that he snuck out of the tent when nobody knew, snuck into another tent of a stranger who was probably there with their family, had some good sex, 
put his clothes on, snuck back out of the stranger's tent, and back into the tent without anyone knowing. Yeah, undiagnosed mental issues is horrible yeah. when it happens like that. That's just the picture I got in my head. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you You really said. wrote that up pretty good <laughs> in your head. You should be a storyteller. Thanks. Oh, wait, you are. I guess so. The couple was so consumed with their marriage problems, it led to them to miss signs of their son's increasing disturbing behavior. So it sounds to me that they were so caught up with their how volatile their marriage was that they weren't even really, not that they weren't paying attention to the kids, but they just weren't, there's some signs. Let's yeah. just say that. I, I think they probably weren't paying attention, just like you said originally. So when Richard was 10 years old, he started to become preoccupied with dead animals. Oh, boy. This interest turned into the killing of animals. In the beginning, it was mostly the neighborhood cats that were targeted. <gasps> I know, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I thought of you immediately when I read that. I was like, Mark's going to be like really upset. Yeah, that does not sit well with me. After killing the innocent kitties, he would cut them open, fascinated with what their insides looked like, and began an obsession with blood. Ew. Yeah. His killings progressed to the killing of birds and dogs. Neighbors were starting to notice the animals missing. Beatrice was gardening one day and found a dead cat buried with her flowers. Oh, no. Still not realizing this was the work of her very own son. When Richard was 12, the fighting in the house became almost unbearable. Beatrice was going through it emotionally and saw two different psychiatrists for help. So when he was only 12, his mother was trying to get help for herself. So she, she was not even, not even paying it, attention she wasn't to his emotional. mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad she's trying to take care of herself, but it's just sad that Richard's needs were getting overlooked because who knows if it had been nipped when he was a kid. Yeah, but we never know. Like we said before, we see these people that can overcome or not. Exactly. Some people are just programmed bad. Exactly. When this disturbed boy was 13, the family would have major money problems and lose their house. Around this time, he would have one of his first breaks from reality. In the 19th century, there was a group of outlaws called the James Younger Gang. Have you ever heard of them? I have. Well, I didn't, but I do now. Okay. A gang that included the infamous Jesse James. Yeah. Richard believed he was part of this gang. See, now, you obviously didn't watch Brady Bunch growing up. I did, but I don't remember. There was a whole episode where Bobby was infatuated with the James Young gang. Really? There was. Oh. And I, that's how I first learned about him. I learned it by watching the Brady Bunch. I, I loved the Brady Bunch. It was such a good show. <sighs> Real quick, it was ahead of its time. It really was. I never understood what this show was about until I got older. It was like, oh, they're both divorced and they are like all, and it was like, where are the other parents? Like one of them was dead, but the other, we never knew. Oh, that's right. Whatever happened to Carol's other husband? But I never questioned it. Neither did I. Is that weird too? It, it is. But once I saw how cute Alice was and Al the Butcher, like I forgot all about that. I was like, this is a great show. I know. I love that it. show. Me Good too. old simple times. Sorry, Charity. Let's get back into some horrific things. Yes. So he asked his mother on many occasions for a cowboy hat and even made a poster of the gang and pasted his own picture on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Creative. Yeah. As time went on, he would show many habits. The poor kids still wet the bed from time to time. He also had a love for fire and was known to play with matches and even set small fires. He constantly made all kinds of messes, never intended to clean up after himself. He just liked to make the mess, I guess. 
he would sometimes get up in the middle of the night, Mark, and cook for himself, always burning pans. I, I wouldn't want to fall asleep in this house. No, not at thing, all. Like fire scares. Yeah, that's a little random. Right? When he was alone at home, he would turn the heat up over 90 degrees, take all of his clothes off, and lay his sweaty body on the family's couch. Ew. I know. Nobody likes sweaty Betty. <laughs> I couldn't say the what was in my head because it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you thinking something inappropriate? Wow. Yeah. His parents had to start taking notice at this time, right? They were like, there were too many strange behaviors going. There were, they, there were two round sweat prints on the couch that would remind him of it. Yeah, they'd be like, right? yeah, what's up with this? Yeah, <laughs> I just hit her now. Oh, that's all right. Sorry. Even the belief that you were part of a gang of outlaws is very strange for a 14 year old to believe an extreme interest. Like I can see an extreme interest, but he actually believed he was in the gang. Yeah, obviously there's some sort of undiagnosed yeah, mental issue here. Yeah, something's going on. And it seems, if you've noticed, it's gotten worse and worse. So preteen, now teenage. And they say, I've read that before, that if you, mental conditions really, if you could have underlying ones as your child, but they really start to come out in your formative years when you're yeah. going through puberty. Absolutely. So who knows? All of Richard's habits showed signs of the McDonald triad, also called the triad of sociopathy. <laughs> Guys, I'm laughing because normally Mark says go before he wants me to go. And he just yelled action like we were in a film. People can now realize what word you just misspelled that we had to go back and repeat a couple of times. Also, we have had, and I believe it was our, uh, our listener Hoghead. He actually asked us, he wants a whole episode with no editing whatsoever. He thinks we can't do that. We don't have enough time in the day. <laughs> it would literally be like a three hour long episode. <laughs> okay. Cause we do these little side jaunts on here that we leave in because they're funny. We have way more that we cut out oh, that we right. have to, cause otherwise not good. people not would good. be like, how did you end up talking about apples and cars? Right. Like, I don't know. Right. How did it get there? Yeah. That just happens. All right. Sorry. Yes. I I See, just happened right here. I digress. <laughs> There is a set of three factors, animal cruelty, bedwetting after the age of five, and arson. As we can see, Richard had all three of these. When Richard was in the ninth grade, his parents finally separated. It's about time. It sounds like it was right. a horrible, horrible. Surprised they lasted that long. I know, right? Beatrice pulled the kids out of school and went to Los Angeles to live with family members until she got on her feet. Richard Sr. thought his son needed to be with his father, and eight days later, went to Los Angeles and brought Richard back to Sacramento. So, you know, the father who sounds not amazing at all, the opposite of amazing, is saying, you're going to stay and live with me. Yeah, that's great. Four months after that, Beatrice and Pamela came back. So they came back and reunited. Yeah, of course. You can't keep crazy Just away from way, crazy. Yeah. While in high school... Rick, as everyone called him, fit in very well. He had good hygiene at the time and no lack of friends. He started dating and even managed to be in one of his relationships for a full year. Any relationship he was having ended, and it was for a very specific reason. Would you like to know, Mark? Oh, actually, I'm sitting over here wondering if I should try to take guesses. Do you want to? Uh, I do, but now I, I charity just tell me. Teenage Richard couldn't keep an erection. So when the relationship turned intimate, he couldn't f perform. Oh. 
That stinks. Who knows? Maybe these girls felt as if, like, maybe he wasn't attracted to them. Even though he was, he couldn't control his body. So he didn't know why. So not only did Richard suffer with ED, he was also extremely underweight, giving him a gaunt look. The combination of these things really sent his mind into overhaul and his mental state was getting worse and worse. So now he's feeling, you know, lesser of a man because he feels like he can't do what men are supposed to do with women in a relationship. And he's looking kind of weird. He's looking really skinny and just awkward. So he went from being very well adjusted to now this. Yeah, being... What he considers an outcast, basically. Yeah. His unusable penis became a oh, very <laughs> severe obsession. He became convinced. He Somebody should have told him about the god Facinus. Facinus. I know. I if know. he had wore the pendant, maybe, just maybe, life, I don't know. Life could have been different for a lot of people, I'm assuming. I don't know. I just think of Facinus as a person now. It's not good. <laughs> I mentioned it in my personal life now. Oh, my God. You have no idea. I've talked to Facinus about every single one of my friends. That's awesome. It's not good. I got to stop myself. I'm not going to talk about him to clients, though, because that's a little inappropriate, even though some of them would enjoy it, I have to say. I do. So back in the day, it was uh, He-Man. By the power of Grayskull, yes. I'm at work the other day. I'm like, by the power of Facinus, I am <laughs> off to do my roots. No, you didn't. Of course I do. I did it all five days last week. Are you kidding me? So, so Facinus did give you power. He did. So he's still alive and well. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, he became convinced he didn't have enough blood in his body. What other reason could it be, Mark? I get it now. Okay. Right? Because the penis, when it's blood flow is, you know, yeah, it's when it likes to, you know, knock on the door what in the morning. hand maneuvers you're making over there, Charity? <laughs> you weirdo. Oh, you're bright red now. This is hilarious. Stop right now. The answer to his problem would be, of course, to start drinking animal blood. Yeah, that's not it. It's Viagra. It's Viagra, buddy. He was known to sometimes mix the blood with yogurt so that, you know, it tasted better. Because I'm sure it didn't taste great by itself. I wonder what flavor he used. Of all the things that you could use to mix it, that's what you choose? Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. That's different. By the end of his senior year in high school, not only was was he consuming animal blood regularly, but he had also started drinking heavily, smoking weed, and using LSD on occasion. Richard's mother did try to help her son knowing he was very ill. So at this time, she now sees how ill he is. Yeah, it's it very stinks. Yeah, but nothing seemed to work. Maybe if she had gotten him the help he needed when he was a boy, he wouldn't continue to worsen. But who knows? He still could have, right, Mark? I mean, some people, they just can't. Yeah, some use it. I'm a product of my environment. And then the other ones are like, I am not what I am because of that, because I chose to go a different path. Right. Yeah. He was in and out of mental institutions many times and would report many strange ailments. He told doctors that his pulmonary artery had been stolen and announced his blood had turned to pow- powder. I don't think that's possible. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he really truly believed this, that yeah. his blood was powder. See now, uh, I, I'm making light here a little bit, but this is, this well, because is, it is a horrific guys, it gets really bad. So yes, if we do little jokes on the side, it's, you guys know why you, if you've been listening to us long enough, you know, this is a horrible case that you can tell of, you know, a mental yeah. issue and the brain. I don't think that we realize it sometimes when we look at it, it's such a small part of our body. Mm-hmm. But the electrical activity and everything that goes on in a brain, it's like it's an unknown 
It's like outer space to us still. I don't think we still have any clue how it operates. I think we'll forever be learning how it operates. Yeah, I agree and with you. There's people who who are very knowledgeable about the brain and still learning more and more as we go along. What so, happens inside of there is magic, guys. Let's be honest. Seriously. As we can see, this is a very disturbed man. At the age of 21, working here and there, but not steadily, Richard moved into an apartment with some girls he knew. At first, it was okay, but his odd behaviors quickly emerged. His hygiene was horrible. His room smelled gross, and so did he. He once came out of his room. Now, remember, he's doesn't shower, he's smelly and gross. He once came out of his room naked when the girls had friends over and sat on the couch and started mumbling something incoherent. Yeah, that's uh, not very good when that happens. A lot of uh, this extra information I received from reading, just kidding, listening to a book yeah. <laughs> that I'll, I'll tell the creeps about. I still say I, I read it. Yeah. I'll tell the creeps about it at the end of this, so if they want to. It's a really quick, it's a pretty quick book. Okay. So, one of the final straws was when he was spotted with a weapon. This, along with all of the other erratic, strange behaviors, plus the fact he had stopped paying rent, led the roommates to ask him to leave. Richard just ignored the girls and continued mooching. This went on until one of the girls' brothers moved in. He was forced to move out. So, one of the brothers moved in, from what I understand... And he and his friends had a band. And Richard would not leave them alone, wanted to be part of the band. He was, he just was his weird behavior. The brother was finally like, dude, you're, we Peace can't. Peace out, bro. Peace. Yeah, you're, it's too much. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't have any more money, he was forced to move back home with his parents. They were probably like, oh, oh finally just got rid of him. This next part speaks volumes. Oh, boy. Richard was only home for a short time before his father got him an apartment and paid for his rent. Ah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that yeah. really tells you he didn't want him around. Yeah. if That's exactly what I, I went on to say. If your parents don't want you living with them, clearly something is very wrong. See, that's the exact opposite of my life, because whenever my daughter calls me with problems, I always say to her, I'm like, you can just move back in with dad. Aww. She's like, no, but my life is over here now. I'm like, but you can no, come in. Come back home to dad. Yeah, it stinks Aww. now. Lives her own little independent life now. It stinks. I know, but it's good that she's independent, Mark. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Richard was a loner and didn't socialize with anyone. All his time was spent hunting and killing animals, eating them raw or blending oh, them up. Oh, oh my God. I could have went on the rest of my life without hearing that one. I'm sorry. I have to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> Such a deranged man. He found himself in the hospital with blood poisoning. This was in 1976. He had injected himself with blood from a rabbit he had killed. This is where he received the nickname Dracula. All the nurses were afraid of this eerie man that drank animal blood, or now even injected it. Yeah, that's weird. Right? And it was all from the fascination was that his body needed this blood so that his... I'm curious. Yeah. If at all, anywheres along the line, like he did a... Junk check to see if it was working. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because if he was, if he still thought that was the reason, I'm sure he was checking it. Because if he was checking it and it really worked, like maybe he's onto something. I don't think it worked. All right. Well, then why did he continue? Because he thought it, that's what he needed, I think. Uh, it, it, see, it, I'm trying to make sense of something can't. that you can't make yeah, sense he, he was of. too mentally gone. 
He would be found in his room with blood smeared all over his face, telling hospital staff that he simply cut himself while shaving. Here's one quick question, Mark. Oh, boy. (laughs) Why would a razor be allowed in the hospital room of a man struggling with such mental issues? Good question. Right? Because he's obviously in the psych unit. Wow. I didn't even think of that. I thought that was strange. That is. It was later discovered that he was somehow catching birds, probably from the hospital window, and biting their heads off, drinking their blood. This just gets worse. Here's my other question. (laughs) How was he able to open the hospital window if he was in a mental psych part of the hospital? Charity. See, now you're doing this thing that a lot of people don't do. You're making sense over there. True. These are all good questions, and I don't have an answer. This is weird that any of this could happen. I don't know. Richard remained at the hospital until he was on medication. He was then released. It sounds as if the doctors thought his mental state was stabilized, so they were comfortable letting him leave. So they must have gotten him on some sort of medication that they thought stabilized his mental state before Hmm. they were like, okay, we're good. Yeah, something's weird with this whole story. I know. Oh, the whole story is very strange. Yeah. In 1977, Richard was found in a field near Lake Tahoe, Nevada, naked with cow's blood smeared all over his entire body. Ew. Well, this is even more strange. A report was made, but nothing else was done. I would have questions. Right? Yeah, if I was the officer, I'd be like, we need to talk. Again, though, this is 1977, right? So... I would like to think, Charity, that Can they in 1957, him? this wouldn't be acceptable. Right. Couldn't, like, they, <laughs> couldn't they put him into protective custody, at least, and, like, call? I, don't, I mean, he's an adult, though. Yeah, this is before my time, so I don't know how things happened back then. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know. But you know what I do know? What's that? I'm going to stop right here and make the creeps wait until the next episode. I don't want to wait, either. I'm sorry, Mark. It's just the way it has to be. I apologize. Boo. Sorry, guys. Please don't take it out on Team Charity. See, now that's where I differ, Charity. I think you should show her Team Mark by going ahead and adding me on Instagram at notmarkb. If you want to add her, it's at charity underscore case watch. I am catching up to you. I am on your heels. He is catching up to me, and it actually makes me happy, Mark. And I know you're not going to believe me, but I think it's nice that the creeps like us the same. I haven't sent messages to your followers and be like, come on, you should like unfollow her. Do you know what I did recently? <laughs> What's that? I posted pictures from my past weekend on my Instagram. I haven't been on Instagram. Let me go take a look. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Looks like you had fun. Yep. Some hiking, fresh air, mountain air. Yeah. I didn't do any of those things. This oh, weekend. so nice. <laughs> I love it. So nice. We lead such a different life outside of the crime creep world. I know. <laughs> like Charity comes in here. She'll come in here like, carrying her water bottle she's like i just walked eight miles around town today and i'm like i ate a twinkie and now i'm drinking a coke like we have completely different lifestyles <laughs> i'm gonna morph you over mark i'm gonna i'm gonna send some vibes your way i'm gonna get you to eat vegetables all right so charity got me that soda stream thing so i could have carbonated water and all i make is like root beer and coke with it <laughs> I know, but at least you're saving money. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) All right. On that note, visit our website for links to all of our merch and stickers. Plus, you can also join the exclusive Crime Grape Club by clicking the Buy Us a Coffee tab. All that and more at www.casewatchpodcast.com. We'll see you on the next episode, guys. Bye, guys.
guys. See ya. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.